on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today we have Andy and DJ cruise the motherfucking internet. That's what we're going to do. That's what CTI stands for. It means cruise the internet. This is our uh, current events, what's going on in the world segment of the Real AF podcast. If you're new to the Real AF podcast, uh, we have a number of different segments. This is CTI. This is where we pull up headlines of the current events going on in the world. Uh, we try to decipher what's true, what's not true, and speculate on what it could mean for all of us and how we can work together to be a solution to the problems going on in the world. Other times, we have Q&AF. Q&AF is just question and answer format. Um, you could submit your questions one of two ways. The first way is... Guys, email those questions into askandy at andyforsella.com. Or uh, now that we're on YouTube, posting the... Full-length episodes on YouTube for about 90 days now. Um, if you go under the Q&AF episodes and drop questions inside the comments section, we will answer some from there as well. Other times when you tune in, we have Real Talk. Real Talk is just 5 to 20 minutes of me just giving you some knowledge, uh, some information, maybe even a rant sometimes about things that I think should be fixed and things that I think are valuable to all of us trying to get better. And then other times we have Full Length. Full Length is you know where we have one of our guests come in uh, we sit down, we chop it up, we have a good time. Uh, it's not an interview, it's a conversation. And, uh, and that's the basis of the show. Now, the whole underlying theme of the show is personal development, entrepreneurship, business, and kicking ass. You might ask, why do we have CTI in terms of all of that other stuff? Well, if we don't understand what's going on in the world, it makes it very difficult for us to be successful in business. If we don't protect the freedoms that we have, it'll make it impossible for us to be successful in the business. So for all of you people who say, oh, I like your personal development content, but my slopey head doesn't comprehend why you talk about what's going on in the world, that's why, okay? And we have a fee for it, and the fee is very simple. Um, I'm sharing with you knowledge that I've obtained through experience, through relationships, through actually doing real things in real life regarding business, success, personal development, and it's very valuable, and I'm giving it to you for free, and I'm also giving it to you without ads. Notice that I'm not going to come on here and read a bunch of shit that I don't actually use and uh, get paid for it where they can then control what I say or do on my own show. I'm not doing that. I like to keep it authentic. So the fee is very simple. If you got value, if it made you think, if it made you laugh, if it made you better, if it wasn't a waste of your time, if you thought it was good, um, please share that particular episode. Okay. Please share the show. We only grow the message if you guys share the show. So a lot of you guys say to me all the time, man, everybody should be hearing this. Well, that's in your guys' hands. That's not in my hands. So uh, if you believe in the message, please share the show. And if we don't do a good job, don't share it. I'm not asking that. So anyway, what's up? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got some <laughs> bad jokes to tell, huh? All right. We got a lot going on. Is there? There's a Bro, lot. I've been man. so busy. I have no idea. Dude, I got black condoms. Um, I got an update on what? Bud Light. That'll Wait, make sense. Black condoms. Black condoms. I got updates on Bud Light. Uh. There's a lot. Okay. There's a lot. Yeah. All right. There's a lot. So that, yeah. that's, uh, let's updates get... on Bud Light. I updates saw, Bud Light. I, yeah. I think I saw, well, I don't want to ruin it. I think I saw that one maybe, but anyway. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Guys, I mean, for, for our listeners, like, we don't, like, Andy and I don't sit down and go through these headlines together before we do the show. No, we keep it 
a surprise intentionally. Yeah. Surprise for you. I mean, actually, nobody in the room really knows what exactly. Yeah, except you. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's fresh that way. Yeah. And also, guys, remember, uh, get involved in the comments section, man. Tell us what you think about what we're talking about. You know, like, we love this community. That's why we do this. We do this out of service. Uh, I want to make you guys better. I think if we all raised our standards and we all got better, we could fix a lot of problems going on in the world. So let us know what you think. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you disagree, disagree. If you agree, agree. It's all good. I'm, this is America, man. You're willing to ha- I'm willing to hear anybody's opinion on everything, unless they're stupid. Unless they're stupid. That's a very, very <laughs> good right. point. But, There's hey, an actress there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's get into this, guys. Uh, remember, as always, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos, go to andyfacella.com or drop down in the description below. And with that being said, we actually got something coming over the airwaves. It's been a minute, but we got something coming over right now, guys. We got breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news headline. Breaking news headline reads, world's first skin tone condoms launch in a bid to make sex more inclusive. Finally, small condoms. What? Wait, what? Ah. <laughs> no, so... so the sexual wellness brand called Rome. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? They're making they're making skin tone condoms to make sex more inclusive. Let's let's dive into this. We got to dive into it, bro. Sex, uh, safe sex. Okay, I'm. It's important. I can't wait to hear this one. It's important. Okay, right. so the article reads: the world's first skin tone condoms have been launched in a bid to make sex more inclusive. Sexual wellness brand Rome, based in London have created the condoms to help people of different ethnic groups feel more represented uh, represented in the bedroom. Uh, there are f- available in four colors. Uh, you got dark brown, medium brown, light brown, and also original latex. I almost thought that said Latinx for a minute there. I did. I think honest. you would be the medium brown. <laughs> oh, you think so? Yeah, I think you would be the medium brown. <laughs> which, which one are you, Andy? I would probably not be on that list because I don't wear condoms. Well, here's the thing. I mean, like, like nobody like truly has a white dick, right? Huh? Like, the- no, I guess purple. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> I went to a doctor. What? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think, think you should talk to somebody about all that. that. <laughs> it's just you know, saying it's like a hyper color. Purple dicks matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 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 listen to this, man. The the company claims Bro, this is absurd shit. It's ridiculous. This has been around forever. This isn't new. There's always been black condoms. There's always been red condoms and yellow ones and all that shit. And the fruity condoms? Yeah, yes. The ones that taste like strawberries? Yes. Not, I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> they're labeled strawberry flavor condoms. All right? You really do eat everything, huh? <laughs> but the company's claiming uh, that they are a world's first, made in the UK. And That's they're also Phil- Erroneous. Erroneous. Bad intel. That is bad intel, bro. <laughs> and guess what? It's suitable for vegans. I don't know how that is important. So vegans are going to eat me without eating meat? <laughs> Does it work on impossible meat? You know what I'm saying? On the, the mate? Yeah. Okay. Dude. So uh, it says for those trying to cut down their plastic usage, the contraceptive product packaging is also made from 40% less than plastic uh, than traditional condom foils. Um, and every time a skin tone condom is bought, one will be donated to Brooke, a sexual health and well-being charity to help make contraception, uh, contraception more accessible. A spokesperson from Rome says, uh, quote, Rome has been built to end the stigma and shame in shopping for sex for everyone. Legacy brands 
have failed to address nuanced needs of all sexually active communities. The launch of our skin tone condoms present a choice that has never existed before, one that celebrates individuality, uh, designed to be the perfect balance between sensation and safety to protect your pleasure and community. Condoms are priced at $15 uh, or 15 pounds for a pack of 12, uh, 20 pounds for a pack of 18, and 35 pounds for 36. And sizes include slim, uh, Madot, man, regular, and, and large. And there ain't no motherfucker going. To, I don't care how fucking small your dick is. Yeah, nobody's buying the slim. Nobody's buying it. No. It ain't happening, bro. <laughs> like you ain't walking up to a counter or even entering your credit card where someone else can see it. Order the fucking slim. It ain't fucking happening, bro. You'd rather have that fucking Magnum shit fall it off. Fall you right, right. to buy that fucking slim, dude. Holy shit. Call it something else. You Call like, it something else more endearing, like petite. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Minimalist. <laughs> but here's the thing, man. Like, they're, they're doing these condoms, and it's like, bro, like, I mean, this is UK, obviously. It's not America, right? But they're targeting the, the darker communities, right? But let's be honest. Do we really need them? We got Planned Parenthood. I was thinking the same thing, bro. Like, we're not even using them. No, I was thinking the same shit, honestly. Really? Yeah, not that. I was thinking, like, bro, we have all this mutilation of children going on. Right. All this sterilization. We have abortion at an all-time high. I think the last thing we need is, like, people pushing actual condoms. We don't need it. You know, we need need people reproducing. Yeah, that's a fact. But I don't think that, that, you know, people are wearing these to prevent reproducing. They're wearing them not to catch stuff. Yeah, for sure. But, bro, like... Haven't skin tone condoms been around? Am I imagining this or like is that is that not something? I definitely been feel like I've seen. I've black fucking condoms. seen them, bro. Because I, dude, that lady, that Bud Light lady from the other day, the oh, crazy I got one, that. I got she's that. got photos of her blowing up like yellow and red condoms and shit. Yeah, why she didn't use a black one? She's racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the next thing, bro. If you don't use a black condom, you're, you're fucking racist. racist. Well, this is what I you know. Uh, every white dude out there is gonna put on a black condom. And be like, got you got black, like black thunder. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, dude. It, dude, this is just weird shit. It's just man. man, I don't get it. I don't get it. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, so black condoms. There we go. Yeah. All right. Break the world's news. a better place. The world's a better. Thank you. There's for making- millions of dollars of free ad placement for these guys. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, that was our breaking news. Let's move right along. We got headline number one. Headline number one reads, new details emerge over a mistake that led to Bud Light's paid marketing engagement with trans influencer. Uh, so new details have emerged over what allegedly happened inside Anheuser-Busch earlier this spring that led to a highly controversial transgender influencer landing a paid marketing engagement with one of the company's top brands, Bud Light, and how the company has responded to the backlash. Now, quote, no one at the senior level of the company was aware of Bud Light's polarizing partnership with Dylan Mulvaney. Sources close to the situation claim the company is also allegedly uh, pausing its marketing efforts and scrambling to implement a more, quote, robust process for evaluating future influencer partnerships. The claims come despite the company's vice president of marketing recently touting her mandate to make the brand more, quote, inclusive. Uh, And after the company issued a statement confirming the partnership and describing it as an attempt to authentically connect with audience across various demographics and passion points, uh, influential uh, conservative activist Rogan O'Hanley, known as DC Drano on Twitter, uh, said last week that sources inside the company told him that C-level executives were angered 
over the marketing engagement with Mulvaney. Uh, Former Newsmax host John Cardillo wrote on Twitter that it appeared that those same executives did not approve the Mulvaney campaign. Here's D.C. Drano's tweet. Um, He says, quote, scoop. Anheuser-Busch insider tells me execs are angry at release of Dylan Mulvaney can. It wasn't posted on any ABBL, uh, that's Anheuser-Busch or Bud Light social medias. And the leading theory is that a leftist manager secretly did it on their own to push trans agenda. A new PR statement expected possible lawsuit. Um, As we know, they've lost almost $6 billion um, in stock value. Um, John Cordillo posted this. He says, quote, as I've been digging into this, I'm finding this to be 100% true. And he tags at Anheuser-Busch has donated far more to GOP candidates than Dems and far more than woke at Molson Coors. Uh, looks like the Dylan Mulvaney campaign was not approved by senior execs. Heads should roll. Uh, the Daily Wire spoke with two sources close to the situation who also claimed that the decision to have Mulvaney be uh, a part of advertising campaign targeting younger consumers was not approved by anyone in the, quote, senior level of the company. Um, and, and like you alluded to earlier, it came out that, you know, the Bud Light VP who said that Bud Light brand was fratty and out of touch. She's been seen time and time again, partying it up, drinking fucking vodka shots out of condoms and not drinking Bud Light at all while engaging in that fratty yeah, behavior. There's a yellow cotton right there. Yeah. And a strawberry flavored one. Yeah. Yep. There we go. Yeah. She should have used the black one. Andy, what do we got on this? You know, I, I think I think we said that that's what it could have been. Yeah, it was one of the options for sure. Yeah, um, you know, it makes sense. You know, I, I, you know, dude, it's it's a sensitive topic because I, I, you know, as a business guy, like I can understand how that could happen very easily, and you know, and then to have so many people be affected by it, it's it's fucking it sucks, man. Yeah, and it sucks that we live in this culture where. We don't think about things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also sucks that we live in a culture where things are jammed down our throats, where, um, you know, everything is politicized. Everything has to be, you know, promoted around some sort of political uh, position or, or social agenda. And I don't think that people want to want that shit anymore. And I think that's what why they're seeing the backlash. Yeah. And. You know, it sucks that it happened, but it's it's happening and they're going to have to do something to make it right because people aren't wanting like it sucks because Bud Light is probably taking the brunt of this backlash and they happen to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Had they made this move three years ago or four years ago when it was like the cool thing, you know, I think they get far less backlash. But the pendulum, you know, as we talk on the show, has swung so far to the left that it's swinging quickly to the right and people are fed up. And so, you know, it's unfortunate that this, this was allowed to happen, but I think it's also something that companies should be aware of. I think it's important that you have policies in place so that your marketing team doesn't see that it's okay just to totally alienate a a part of business that you've worked for, for, you know, fuck since 40 years, they've been trying to do Bud light. You know what I mean? Like I, I just, you know, I think a lot of things. I, I hate cancel culture, bro. I think it's fucking ridiculous. But I also understand why it's happening because it happened to the people cancel the people that are canceling Bud Light right now are the same people that were canceled for the last decade mm-hmm. for saying anything outside the narrative. For sure. And so there's like a there's like a 
there's like an energy there that is pent up and, and aggressive. And, you know, we have to come to terms with the reality that if we cancel every single thing that we don't agree with, or, or we don't allow people to have their opinions, then we lose the essence of what makes America, America. At anyway. all. Yeah, right. Right. So like, we have to be very careful about where we let this go. And um, I can understand the backlash and it's a poor business decision. Uh, and I don't think it's going to get corrected anytime soon, but at some point guys, we have to get over the cancel culture and we have to say, all right, we can't punish uh, people who work for a living for the decisions of one or two rogue employees inside of a company. And the companies need to do a better job of making sure that they don't allow these people to come in and fuck up shit that they've been working on for their whole lives. For sure. You know, there's a generation of people, the quote unquote woke, right? Whatever you want to call them. They're far left progressive people. Uh, they come in, they haven't built anything. They haven't done anything. They went to a college that told them that all their opinions were right. And they come in and they think they know better. You know, mm -hmm. when this woman's on TV and she's talking about how her, uh, you know, let's say how her, uh, the brand's fratty and we need to, you know, reimagine the brand or however she's put it, you know, that shit is not, you're, you're not experienced enough to even make that call. You got the number one beer product, uh, in the United States, you've got the number four beer product across the globe. And you're talking about how it's been a brand in decline. Could it be that people are just becoming more interested in their health or drinking less alcohol in general? Could that be the, I mean, there's lots of ways you could look at this trend to try to figure out why that is. I certainly don't think the reason beer is down is because uh, the brand's too fratty and, you know, we need D Dylan Mulvaney to come save the brand. That's a right. bullshit cop out, you know, decision. What likely happened here is that that's her political beliefs. She wanted to do something that she thought she was going to get celebrated for because all of this stuff for the last 10 years has been celebrated and people have had enough. And all of those things have kind of come together to create this one situation. And it hurts me because I have a lot of friends who are affiliated with Budweiser. We're here in St. Louis. This mm -hmm. is where Anheuser-Busch comes from. So we have a lot of communities, a lot of families, a lot of people who are good people who agree with the people who are pissed off um, that are now being affected. And, and, and that's, that sucks, man. Let me ask you this. <clears throat> if you were to put yourself, if, if you're... I mean, dude, you run you run a, a multiple different decent, like really decent sized companies, right? If this was to happen in one of your companies, or or let's say put yourself in the shoes of the shot caller in Anheuser Busch, mm -hmm. what are you doing right now, this very second? Like, what are you going to do to resolve this? What what's the best way to go about it? Well, you know, I think what they're doing is a good first step of reevaluating their processes. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think it's ever a good idea to, um to take ownership of things unless you really mean it. Mm -hmm. And so they, if they were to come out and say, well, we're sorry for doing this. And then they were to do some more progressive stuff later. It's, it's going to make it 10 times worse. That's a nail in the coffin. So the first thing that they have to do is decide where they're going to go. And are they going to, uh, you know, decide that their established customer base that's carried them for the last 40 years is going to be the one that they're going to continue to, to go towards. And if the answer is yes, which I think it should be, um, you're going to have to make it right with those people and say, look, this is how it happened. This is what it was. Uh, this is definitely not what we wanted. Uh, and, and basically, you're going to have to fucking take responsibility for what happened. Mm -hmm. And I believe that that woman 
you know, while, while those types of marketing campaigns may work for certain brands, they don't work for Anheuser-Busch and they're not going to work. And so, you know, I, I would fire her a hundred percent for doing something that, uh, ex- that exposed the brand that way. And, you know, I would take whatever backlash, uh, came with it and, and, and I would roll forward with my core audience that's been carrying us for 40 years. Yeah. <clears throat> now follow up on that. What's what, is there like a, uh, a, a time clock, like, right. Or like, are they on the clock for this? Do you think that like, I mean, they're, should the public, is there like a reasonable expectation? Like, Hey, you, you only got a couple of days to do this or. I mean, you're going to be approaching this like irreversible damage to AB. Is there a time clock for this? I mean, you know, obviously there's urgency to stop the bleeding, right? And it seems like people are pretty intent on like boycotting, but like, I don't think it's going to let up. Hmm. I don't think it's something people are going to forget about. And I think when it, when it, when it's the left canceling the right, I don't think they've ever actually had the numbers that they presented themselves to have. So I feel like when you let that kind of just go away, it does go away. And a lot of those people on the progressive left that get their, you know, that get aggressive online, those people aren't producers and they're not really consumers either. Exactly. So now you have a situation where you're facing real cancel culture, where there are numbers and it is your actual audience. And these people are consumers of your product. And it's in that situation, that's not going to go away. So like them being quiet and thinking it's going to fizzle out, I don't think it's going to be an effective strategy for them. Yeah. I think they have to take strong action. And they're going to have to take action soon. And, um, and that doesn't even guarantee that the people will, will come back to the brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, it doesn't look good when you do something like this to a lot of people and then apologize for it. It looks like you just got caught doing something. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, I think that Anheuser-Busch's commitment to the red, white, and blue American over the course of the history of their company speaks for itself. Yeah. I think they're one of the ac- iconic brands here in America um, that still represents, you know, red, white, and blue and freedom in terms of, you know, what we perceive them to be. And I think, you know, that some credit should go to what they've done over their whole career. Yeah. And maybe they should take this as an opportunity to remove these kind of elements from their brand that people are perceiving as anti-American and harmful. 100%. Dude. I mean, when we see it, like when there's like natural disasters or there's tornadoes or hurricanes, you know, AB is filling up beer cans with filtered water and, and distributing those to these communities that are affected by natural disasters and things like that. I mean, you definitely, their history, their reputation should definitely play a, like, you know, have a play in that. And they should not just be completely wiped off, but there definitely needs to be some urgency to stop this bleeding for sure. Yeah. Well, guys, that was headline number one. Let's move right along. Headline number two. Headline number two reads, Texas dairy farm explosion by far Deadliest barn fire for cattle after at least 18,000 killed, nonprofit says. Um, now, this is an interesting thing. I know I'm sure a few of you guys have been seeing this circulating around um, through social media and stuff, um, but there's some interesting stuff about this. So, so uh, this is a Fox News article. It reads, the explosion that killed at least 18,000 cattle at a dairy farm in Demet, Texas, earlier this week is the deadliest barn fire involving cattle ever, according to a nonprofit organization. The Animal Welfare Institute, or AWI, told Fox News Digital in a statement via email uh, that the incident at South Fork Dairy Farm on Monday night is, quote, by far the deadliest barn fire for cattle overall and the most devastating barn fire in Texas since we began tracking barn fires in 2013. Quote, we hope the industry will remain focused on the issue and strongly encourage farms to adopt common sense fire safety measures. 
said Allie Granger, policy associate for AWI's farm animal program. Quote, it is hard to imagine anything worse than being burned alive. Nearly 6.5 million farm animals have died in barn fires since 2013, according to an AWI report. The report said that in 2021 alone, 681,825 farm animals were killed in barn fires. Farm animals are often packed into barns, limiting the opportunity to escape during emergency and contributing to the high number of animal fatalities during barn fires, nonprofit reports said. The Castro County Sheriff's Office previously confirmed with Fox Digital that the cows were in a holding area before being brought in for milking when the blast occurred. Castro County Sheriff Sal Rivera told KFDA that while some cows did survive, others, quote, are probably injured to the point where they'll have to be destroyed. Uh, while the cause of the fire is still under investigation, R uh, Rivera told the station it is likely that a vacuum that sucks in manure and blows out water may have gotten overheated and caused methane and other properties to ignite. Uh, the AWI analysis said that of the 539 total barn fires between 2018 and 2021, the cause or likely cause was reported in only 179 cases. That's about 33%. In many of the remaining cases, the destruction was too severe to determine a cause, and in some cases, the cause remains under investigation. Um, in those 179 cases, the report stated that nearly two-thirds of the barn fires involved electrical heating devices or other electrical malfunctions. Um, now, we know recently, like, these animal crises across the country have been a big deal. Some of the deadliest barn fires recorded occurred at a facility in Bloomfield, Nebraska, where 400,000 chickens were killed. That was in 2020. Another in Waseca County, Minnesota, where 12,000 pigs died in 2021, according to a report. Um, the blast at the South Fork Dairy Farm also critically injured one employee. Uh, she was being treated at a hospital. No update on her condition was immediately available. Um, now, I tried to look around and, and, and find a little bit more articles, but nobody's talking about it. You go to CNN, you literally type in in their search bar verbatim, no results. MSNBC, it's all, I mean, nothing completely silent on this is this something deeper are there too many new uh too many common uh denominators going on here what, what, what's your take on this man <clears throat> you know i don't know it appears to be something deeper it yeah. appears to be you know we have chickens dying uh chemical spills food food plant burnt burning down uh, cattle dying, you know, like we have all these, like this is all food supply manipulation stuff. You have Bill Gates buying up tons of farmland, pushing, you know, uh, fake food. Um, you don't see none of those places burning down, yeah. by the way. Yeah, no, dude. And like, I think to look past it and say, oh, this is just a coincidence and this happened. I mean, like, I don't, you know, I just, I don't know. That's hard for me to swallow. Yeah. And I think anybody with common sense or critical thinking you have to be able to look back at all the things that have happened over the last three years, especially, um, and then combine that with the things that they say, you know, where they're trying to, you know, remove cows and remove uh, those Emissions things from the, yeah, and, from the environment, yeah. saying that people should stop eating meat. And like, I think what's very clear is that these people that are in control are very dead set on getting their way, regardless of how they have to get it. And if they want us eating cr crickets, uh, we don't want to eat crickets. 
They're going to take away all the other food until that's all we have to eat. And that seems to be the play here. It seems to be the play and how they operate in every single environment um, that they operate in. You know, you, you guys will either adopt our thing or we'll ruin it and we'll make you do it. You know, you'll either take our digital currency or we'll inflate the dollar to the point where it's worthless and you have to take it. Um, you know, we'll, you'll either take our vaccine or you get fired. You'll either, you know, abide by our COVID uh, policy for the vaccine or we'll fine you $700,000 per employee. Like these are not, this is not freedom. This is not free choice of what we want to do. This is an agenda that is being systematically implemented over the course of time. And their plan was to sell it to us and us to take it and people aren't taking it. So now they're forcing it by force. Mm -hmm. And that's how I see it playing out. Now, could it all be coincidence? Sure, it could be coincidence, but I don't think it is. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what you guys think. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, let us know in the comments for sure. But I mean, dude, even like on the climate crisis thing, right? Like, you know, all oh, the planet's heating up, forest fires, right? And like, but nobody said anything when the report came out, I believe it was in 2020, um, that said literally like 80% of the forest fires were all arsonists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you go look at who those arsonists was and they're all climate pushing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, you know, okay, all right, nobody's listening. I'll make them listen, right? Like it's, it's, it's a very common thing. It's not uncommon. And uh, for this, I mean, dude, 18,000 cows, that's a lot of beef. Bro, it's a ton. I mean, it's hard to believe that, it's hard to believe that something at that scale could happen just randomly. No. I mean, I guess it could, but like, dude, when you tie it together, like I said, with everything else that they've done, how they operate, what they say, how they say the world's going to be, mm -hmm. what they're pushing for and their actions. I mean, this is just a clear example of them inching the, their agenda into play and, um, you know, getting us to a point where we're completely dependent on their food supply. And once they control the food supply, bro, it's game over for freedom. Yeah. You know, so I don't know, man. Why don't you think CNN or like any other left leaning? Because like guys, well, I do I mean, my best why, to be. Why very... would you tell on yourself? Yeah. Why mm. would you, if you're in charge of the media narrative, which those same people are, why would you have your own media channels put point at the things that you're doing yeah. to fuck things up? You wouldn't do that. So mm. I think the fact that it's not on CNN is even more evidence that it's intentional stuff. Otherwise, it would be. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point, man. Yeah, I, dude, I don't know, man. That, I don't know. I know they say they like, you know, everything's bigger in Texas. Maybe that was just one big barbecue. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> well, guys, that was headline. Sad, dude. No, it is. It's it, sad. it is. Like, bro, like, you know, like, it's sad. It is. That's a lot of fucking cows, man. Yeah, and it's that's somebody's fucking entire life's work there. You know what I'm saying? Like there's people that are going to suffer there. It's not just the consumer. It's the people that produce it. You know, the cows suck. Like it's just, it's just fucking, I'm so fucking tired of seeing this kind of stuff, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you see that, uh, that update about the cash app, dude? Yeah. You know, it's just shit like that. Oh, yeah. We want a digital dollar. We want to track people's finances. And the guy who founded cash app, who, you know, said, no, we're not going to do that. Now he's dead. And they're talking about yeah. it was a close associate or some shit. But I mean, the, the point is, like, these ultimatum situations that they put us in, they eventually are, will do anything to get their way. Yeah. So whether that be to kill the fucking founder of this company, to kill 18,000 cows, I mean, the the history's there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. $45 million. $45 million. Yeah. It's crazy. I didn't even know there was places like that just had that many fucking cows just there. I think there's bigger ones than that. Really? Yeah.
Man. Well, guys, that was headline number two. Third and final headline. Headline number three. Headline number three reads, ex-Obama staffers blows whistle on Biden kickback scheme after Hunter joined Burisma. Malfeasance in office. Did you see this? I believe no. it was on Fox last mm-hmm. night um, or yesterday, I believe. Um, this stuff's crazy. So a former Obama administration staffer is blowing the whistle on the Biden family's business dealings. This is a little Andy Domus coming in, accusing the president, uh, President Biden, of being involved in a kickback scheme in connection with his son Hunter's overseas business dealings while he was vice president. Mike McCormick, a stenographer for the White House for 15 years, told Fox and Friends first, uh, the FBI has been ignoring his alarms on the matter despite his willingness to testify under oath before the federal grand jury investigating Hunter. Quote, in February, I went to the FBI and filed one of their tips on their website. If you do that and you're lying to them, you go to jail. I'm not lying. I'm telling the truth and I'm not going to jail, McCormick said Thursday. Quote, Joe Biden is a criminal. He was conducting malfeasance in office to enrich his family. Jake Sullivan is a conspirator in that. And there's more Obama officials involved in it, I believe. Uh, McCormick, who worked with Biden from 2011 to 2017, detailed a key dialogue involving the vice president, uh, Jake Sullivan, uh, and the press on Air Force Two before a trip to Kiev, uh, Ukraine, on April 21st, 2014. Sullivan who is uh, the current national security advisor, outlined in a White House transcript Biden's priorities for his trip uh, to the country, which included U.S. investment in the Ukrainian energy sector days after Hunter joined the board of Burisma, according to the New York Post. Months later, uh, and well after the trip, Congress allocated $50 million to Ukraine's energy market. Um, Quote, I'm sitting back there with a tape recorder. Jake Sullivan comes back and somebody asks about fracking. His answer is, well, we're bringing a lot of American assistance over for fracking. Burisma was the direct beneficiary of that fracking. And that's what I recorded. And that's in a White House transcript, McCormick said. Uh, Quote, in the transcript, you don't know who Jake Sullivan is. It's a senior administration official. I'm the witness that says Jake Sullivan is the guy who said it and he should be investigated because at the time, Hunter Biden was on the board of Burisma and Joe Biden is bringing American taxpayer money to enrich that company and himself and his family. He continued. Um, and it's interesting because while we're allowing fracking to happen over in Ukraine, one of the first things that Biden did in office was take away fracking here. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Hunter joined the board of the Ukrainian natural gas firm on April 18th, just three days before Biden and his team traveled to Kiev. Uh, but that critical piece of the puzzle was not made public until May 12th. McCormick argued the timeline of the events suggests that Biden funneled American money overseas to enrich himself and his family and used his own influence to aid his son's rookie energy career. Uh, The former stenographer made it clear uh, he wants to present the information under oath before the grand jury in Delaware probing Hunter's business dealings, which is led by U.S. Attorney David Weiss. Uh, Hunter has been under federal investigation since 2018 for suspected tax and foreign lobbying violations. Uh, the probe into Hunter's alleged violations began after suspicious activity reports, or SARs, regarding suspicious foreign transactions were flagged. Um, now, a lot of that has been in China, but we know that's been in Ukraine. 
And there's another another development. You guys remember Seymour Hirsch, right? The Nobel Peace Prize winning journalist. Uh, he, he just revealed at the same time this article came out. Uh, this headline reads: Ukraine war. Zelensky embezzled four hundred million dollars allocated by the U.S. for purchasing fuel. Shocking. Very shocking. Very shocking. Somebody's been telling you guys that for a couple years now. Dude, there's no way that dude's worth hundreds well, of millions of dollars since day one, and and has over fifteen fucking properties, a couple of which are in how the United States. How much money has he embezzled before we started sending all this money for the conflict over there? Like, who knows how much money was sent before that, dude? And guess what? He just asked for another fourteen billion dollars today. Yeah, of course he did. You know, it's going to make him another fucking hundred yeah. million bucks. But dude, this this stuff is crazy, man. So. Uh, they're, they're saying that the issue of uh, this is Seymour Hirsch writing this. He's, uh, this is in his blog. He says uh, the Ukraine government headed by Vladimir Zelensky has been using American taxpayers funds to pay to, uh, dearly for the vitally needed diesel fuel that is keeping the Ukrainian army on the move in its war with Russia. It is unknown how much the uh, Zelensky government is paying per gallon for the fuel, but the Pentagon was paying as much as four hundred dollars per gallon to transport gasoline from a port in Pakistan via truck or parachute into Afghanistan during the decades-long American war there. Uh, the issue of corruption was directly raised with Zelensky in a meeting last January in Kiev with CIA Director William Burns. His message to the Ukrainian president, uh, I was told by an intelligence official with direct knowledge of the meeting, was out of a 1950s mob movie. The senior generals and officials in Kiev were angry at what they saw as Zelensky's greed. So Burns told the Ukrainian president because, quote, he was taking a larger share of the skim money than was going to the generals. So they're over there arguing about who's getting, who's getting more getting money. What? Yeah. Well, guess what Zelensky did? He fucking fired him. Do you remember those headlines coming out? Yeah. He fired 10 of them. Yeah, I do remember that. And guess what? You know, he made this big speech about it, right? But this article reads, it says Zelensky, who more generally communicates to praise his forces, did not go into further detail on why the two generals had been fired. Didn't even give reason. Oh, it's because they were saying, hey, you're taking too much and we're not getting enough. Yeah. Dude, it's shady shit. Um, <laughs> the whole thing's shady. Bro. Dude, it's fucked up, man. It's, it's, it's so Dude, it, crazy. It's and not going to change until Americans realize, like, like wake up and, and actually get it. Like, dude, the problem is we have too many people in this country with their head in the sand. They don't we know too, what's going we on. We have too many people that are willing to be ignorant to the situation at hand in order to not be disturbed or not have their peace disturbed or not have their day disturbed, not have their life disturbed. And the cost of that is going to be you losing all of those things that you enjoy eventually. Yeah. And while you're busy living your life, and while you're busy doing the things that you do, there are people in our government selling our country down the drain, sending our money, inflating our currency, which is why your shit doesn't go as far. And you're sitting here thinking it's red or blue, or it's like these simple things, or black or white, or uh, Democrat, Republican, or you know, gay, straight. Like, dude, it is not. Listen, we have an entire group of people in the world that are intent on bringing America down to third world level. And then we have people in our country who are been bought and paid to, to take action and do those things. And that's happening right in front of our face. And we have so many people with their head in the sand that it's, it's being allowed to happen. And so, you know, if people don't wake the fuck up, dude, and start getting pissed off about what's going on, they're going to run this country straight into the dirt all the way down. And we will be eating crickets and we will be rationing our energy usage and we will be 
having to uh, bend the knee so that we can have access to our own funds that we earned that they already take 50, 60, 70% of whenever we calculate our all-in tax, you know, not just income tax, but, mm-hmm. you know, real estate tax, all these other sales tax, sales tax yeah. all these things that we pay that we don't think about when we say, how much tax do we pay to the government? And so, dude, until people wake the fuck up and realize what's going on, nothing's going to change. And these people are criminals. They are doing very treasonous things to this country. This is really happening. And the only way to stop it is for people to wake up and say, hey, this is fucking bullshit. And that's not happening at a strong enough level yet. No, That's the reason they've been able to do all they've been able to do for the last three years where, you know, they take all these unprecedented steps. You know, they had they had everybody in such an uproar about Trump that when Biden came in on the first day and signed all these things, bro, people didn't care. Nobody questioned it. Nobody cared what they actually were. They just saw the action. This guy's coming in and he's. And then fixing everything, even though there was nothing wrong. He was undoing all of the amazing things that all of us enjoyed about our economy and our way of life, even if you didn't like what Trump had to say or how he said it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, dude, we have too many people that are willing to just, like, sell out their own critical thinking and their own thought process so that not to be disturbed. You know, oh, I'm not really a political person. Well, fuck, dude, you better become one because it's going to start affecting you. In fact, it already is. You just don't realize it because you're not even paying attention. Yeah, me and so while we're over here struggling to pay for fucking gas and groceries bills, all the generals in fucking Ukraine are driving brand new fucking Mercedes Benz. At least, fucking, like, like no, that, that was one of the Mercedes gifts that they got. Four hundred million bucks, bro. Yeah, no, that, was, that was just one of the gifts they got. He, he got all the new generals fucking brand new Mercedes. That's insane, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And 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 Seymour Hirsch, you know, this is the guy we talked about on CTI a, a couple of months ago, I guess. He's the one that broke the shit about the Nord Stream pipeline, saying that that was a U.S. CIA fucking op. Yeah. You know, the same guy that broke that. And, and that was not categorically fucking uh, denounced by this administration. And the evidence seems to say that that was fucking true. So I'd imagine this guy has a pretty good bad average. Yeah. I mean, like, dude, how can you how can you look at that and and be OK with that when you look around what's going on in our own cities in our communities, when you look around what's going on in the inner cities of almost every Democrat run city in the country is a fucking shithole. And we're making these guys who aren't even American citizens rich off of the dollars that we earn. And pay and trust our government to put back towards our own interests here in this country. That's the thing, man. So it's like, OK, so so putting a, a trans person's face on a butt like can and it's outrageous yeah enrages everybody yeah you know but these generals over here can and, and, and they're just stealing fucking taxpayer money that's your money guy that's money. your money yeah and then when you go around your city and look at it, how big of a shithole it's become yeah and then think about those guys where, where, where where's the cancel where, where's the cancel culture at for that well i tried it on the first day we went in there and i said we had no business going in there but you know apparently it didn't catch on no you got to stand with ukraine <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Exactly. I don't know, guys. You know, let us know what you guys think. I mean, should we be sending these people our hard-earned tax dollars while we have literally uh, millions of homeless veterans who have served our country and, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of communities that are impoverished in our own borders? Should we be fucking fighting these wars all over the world and spending our tax dollars to do so when we have our own country that needs our our own help? Let us know what you think. Yeah, I'm interested to see what you guys think. Hashtag stand with America. You that's know what I'm saying? Think. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's where, where I'm that? at, man. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. This, this shit's crazy. It's not crazy. It's not crazy. I don't know. Well, guys, that was headline number three. 
It's time for our final segment of the show. As always, our thumbs up for dumbest fuck segment. This is where we show an article, we go through it, and we'll get one of those two things. And with that being said, our thumbs up or dumbest fuck segment headline is, it always goes back to chess. Bro, listen, chess got some weird people in that shit. The chess community, like the international chess, brother, they got some problems. Do they? Yeah, they got some problems. I think everybody's got problems, bro. Well, no, bro, listen, <laughs> it's different over here. All right. <laughs> okay. Headline reads, male chess player disguises himself as woman. Cheats way through championship tournament. Now, we remember the anal beads, right? Yeah. The anal bead. They uh, were like buzzing cheating. to make was, moves. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now they're just now now they're just identifying as women. <laughs> well, I mean, read the story because so, I don't really understand it yet. So in a bizarre turn of events at the Kenya Open Chess Championship in Nairobi, a sneaky man dressed as a woman managed to cheat his way through the female section of the tournament. The cunning imposter who kept his true identity a secret by wearing a niqab uh, and never speaking to anyone registered under the name of Millicent Awur, uh, fouling even, uh, fooling even the tournament staff. Uh, however, his cover was blown when he beat former national champion Gloria Jumba and Ugandan top player uh, Ampara Shakira, arousing suspicion from other players and the arbiters. Uh, the tournament staff initially hesitant to intervene, finally decided to investigate after the fourth round, according to chess.com. In a private room, the man was asked for identification, and he eventually came clean, admitting that he was a university student who needed the cash. Uh, despite having an international rating close to 1,500, which is pretty fucking good, uh, and a blitz rating close to 1,750, the imposter uh, player has been kicked out of the tournament, and all of his points have been awarded to his opponents. Uh, the Kenyan Open Chess Championship, with, which boasts an impressive prize fund of $42,000, has attracted almost 450 players from 22 federations. Uh, the tournament ran from April 6th through the 10th uh, in 2023 uh, at the Sarit Expo Center in Nairobi, Kenya. Uh, the bizarre scene again followed another major chess scandal that took the world by storm in late 2020, which included wild allegations of using technology, including vibrating anal beads, to signal winning moves after a teenage newcomer beat a world champion at a high stakes tournament. Um, so this is. <laughs> Come on, man. That's his costume? Come on, dude. Bro, he was kicking all that the looks, I mean, you can kind of still tell it's a dude. Can you? I don't know. Like, I don't, it, it does to me. And anyway. <laughs> Look at, <laughs> look at her face. <laughs> Come on, man. She's like, now listen, there's no fucking way, okay? <laughs> there's no way. Dude, dude. Who is gay? <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> the, look, man. I mean, should there really be different classes for men and women in chess? Hmm. That's a good question. That's a good I mean, question. Isn't chess some something that we can all compete in intellectually yeah. at a, at an even playing field? Have you seen that show, The Queen's Gambit? Yeah, I have. Netflix. I think. Yeah. I think. I mean, like historically, but that, but, but chess what I'm saying was supposed is, to be like, doesn't thing. it make more sense? Doesn't it make more sense than having full grown men in a swimming pool with women, or full grown men on a on a on a soccer field with women, or competing in powerlifting with women? Doesn't it make more sense that 
you know, competing in chess as an equal playing field would make sense. Yeah. I mean, that seems like one of those things where, you know, people could compete evenly. Yeah. I don't know. Now, I don't, I'm not a chess expert, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, but it kind of indicates to me, yeah. kind of indicates to me that the people who organize these chess tournaments don't real don't really believe that women can compete with men even on a, a on a mental level. Well, I, I we should we should say though that this is Kenya. You know they don't play that shit over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm just saying like know. this makes more sense. It makes more sense to have one division for chess than it does for any other thing, in my yeah. opinion. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we're not I talking about hitting a baseball or or a brute force or how far you can hit a golf ball or how fast you can run or how strong you are. We're talking about how Mental. mentally capable you yeah. are strategically, you know, and at, at a certain game, because it's chess is its own skill set. It's not, you can't just, you know, you got to practice it like everything else. Mm. And um, I don't know. This is definitely dumb as fuck. <laughs> I'm going to say that. I'm here to play chess. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to give it that a thumbs down or whatever we give them these days. Bro, like somebody should have said something immediately. Like he, the motherfucker came in not talking, not yeah. speaking to nobody. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, come it's on, fucking man. weird. And is it normal for women in Kenya to dress like that? Is that a normal thing? Well, there is a there is a Islamic population for sure. Okay, and that's a that's a traditional like. Uh, All right. Like a I was just dress. wondering because yeah. the other women aren't dressed like that. No, no, for sure. Like it's a Muslim. That's more of a, a religious thing. Okay, it's a niqab. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's why I asked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> cheaters never win. Winners shouldn't cheat. Yeah, that's real. You know? That's real. So I'm giving this thumbs down. All right. Dumb as fuck, man. Yeah, dumb as fuck. Dumb as guys, fuck. Guys, tell us what you think in the comments. And don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to, uh, you know, let people know about the show and pay that fee. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl. Fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch. Booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Just a no. Headshot. Close, close.